Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Heart Podcast. Happy October. Oh, I'm thrilled it's this month. I love this month. What is it that Anne Green Gables says? Aren't you happy that we live in a world of Octobers? I sure am. All right, so let's get started. Let's jump right in this morning and listen to our first passage. Luke chapter 5, verses 17 to 26. On one of those days, while he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and also from Jerusalem. And the Lord's power to heal was in him. Just then, some men came carrying on a stretcher a man who who was paralyzed. They tried to bring him in and set him down before him. Since they could not find a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up onto the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the roof tiles into the middle of the crowd before Jesus. Seeing their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. Then the Pharisees and the scribes began to think to themselves, Who is this man who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But perceiving their thoughts, Jesus replied to them, Why are you thinking this in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He told the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your stretcher, and go home. Immediately he got up before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then everyone was astounded, and they were giving glory to God, and they were filled with awe and said, We have seen incredible things today. Sometimes God chooses to heal us physically. I've heard testimonies from strangers and friends. Cancer is suddenly gone. All tests become clear. Terminal diagnoses are found to be wrong. Addictions are healed. Mental illnesses are cleared like an early morning fog. It's almost unbelievable. And yet, I've seen these things happen. And when they do, we celebrate. We worship our Father of the heavenly lights. Sometimes, though, God chooses not to heal our broken bodies on this side of heaven. 2 Corinthians Chapter 12, verses 6 to 10. For if I want to boast, I wouldn't be a fool because I would be telling the truth. But I will spare you so that no one can credit me with something beyond what he sees in me or hears from me, especially because of the extraordinary revelations. Therefore, so that I would not exalt myself, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to torment me so that I would not exalt myself. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it would leave me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses so that the, that Christ's power may reside in me. So I take pleasure in weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul knows the ache of carrying a wound each day. He asked God to take it away, and yet it persisted. 
I want you to notice that Paul never says that his thorn was a good thing. Jesus doesn't celebrate brokenness, and neither do we. We grieve it. However, Paul found beauty growing in between the thorns. Verse 9 is just a beautiful, beautiful verse. Paul found strength in the midst of his weakness. This is a profound mystery, one that will not make sense on this side of heaven. God's ways are so different from ours. His kingdom is upside down, inside out, and backwards from what we expect. But it is good. And it is right for us somehow, some way. And so, dear heart, I leave you with this truth today. In your weakness, God will fill you with his strength and comfort. You are not left behind. You are not forgotten. You are loved. You are seen. Let's pray. Father, we come before your throne today asking you to put a hedge of protection around us, around our hearts and our minds as we walk through pain. Father, We want you to be our number one source of comfort and wisdom. Help us seek you first. Bring it to you first instead of to our family, friends, others. You want to be number one, Father, and we want you to be number one. Help us to choose you. Father, we pray for those around us that are suffering, that are in pain, that are sick, that are wounded, with physical, mental, emotional scars, Father, I pray that you would heal them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, who the one who can, the one who is able to save, redeem, restore. We ask you to heal these people. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God invites us to pour out his comfort into lives, into the lives of those around us. And so I leave you today with a challenge. Let's read 2 Corinthians 1, 4 through 5 together. He comforts us in all our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. Dear heart, I challenge you today to consider how you have been comforted by God and God's people during painful moments. And I challenge you to pour out that comfort in tangible ways to those around you today. To God be the glory.